Welcome to the Cybersecurity Simplified Podcast, where we take the mystery out of today's top security threats and solutions. Set it and forget it security solutions don't work today if they ever really did. There are many reasons why, but it boils down to this. Cyber criminals don't sleep. They are working day and night, finding creative ways to compromise your systems or steal your data. That means you need to be vigilant 24-7, detecting and remediating ever-changing threats. If that's not in your wheelhouse, no worries. In this episode of Cybersecurity Simplified, we'll discuss the case for managed security services. Hi there, I'm your co-host, Susanna Song. And I'm Dave Barton, CTO at Highwire Networks. Hey, David, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm so glad we're having this discussion, David, because I don't think it's talked about enough in cybersecurity. Uh, Techie guys like to talk about the latest products. And yeah, there are a lot of cool new tools out there. But who's going to manage them for mid-market and down? It's one thing to buy the latest and greatest uh, tools, but it also opens a whole set of problems when you don't know how to best utilize those tools or even respond to alerts. So to be clear, we're seeing the same problem, Susanna, even in the enterprise space where the, the resources needed to manage these complicated, powerful tools just don't exist. Um, our enterprise customers that, that we see out there struggle to retain to find and retain the best cybersecurity talent out there partially because there's a a giant shortage Mm -hmm. and so we're seeing this problem set from the enterprise all the way down to mid-market and smb and to your point they're buying tools and they turn them on and and they let them run in a lot of cases they don't there's no care and feeding yeah and so those tools are less effective Mm -hmm. if effective at all in helping detect, and ultimately remediate threats to their organization. Yeah, that's fascinating how how much broader of a problem it is. Uh, And to enlighten all of us on this very relevant topic is Mark Porter, CEO of Highwire Networks. He's also the visionary who started Overwatch Managed Security. Mark, you're passionate about this for a good reason. Can you take us back to the inception of this managed security marketplace concept that you built? Sure. Uh, you know, we we looked at it. We looked at the entire space as we were looking at managed services and security services, and looking at um, the the pieces and parts that we knew how to bring to the table and and what would offer the most value to our customers as they were asking what we were doing in the space. And when we started to review the cybersecurity landscape what we saw was an issue that really wasn't about technology. We saw organizations becoming, you know, in theory, more and more secure through buying more and more products, which has frankly been an approach technology resellers have taken for many, many years. You know, when there's a problem, we sell our customers something. So what we began to look at was there's a real business problem here. David touched on the shortage of people, sort of overwhelming number of tools out there. And study after study really reveals that what happens when you start implementing those tools is you get good at managing those tools, uh, but you get less secure. And the more we look at it, the more we realize that um, you create a false sense of security because you have tools running. And we hear it all the time. We hear, you know, 
our MSP partners, I've got a guy who looks at it once a day, or mm -hmm. I you know, we onboard the customers and set it up. And we were told by the manufacturer that, you know, that's all you really need to do. But we viewed that largely as um, not, not a great way to solve for this business issue. So that's why we built out the SOC as a service model. That's why we built out the managed service marketplace. We want to be able to deliver the types of solutions that our partners need, that we know their customers need. And we want to be able to bring a real business solution to the table through daily interactions, daily looking at the, at the information that's out there and build a culture for our partners that's not about the tool set. It's important that you have you know, the, the, uh, the basis covered in the broad sense, but that really is more about how do you add business value for your customers? How do you minimize risk? And how do you make them better day in, day out? And we think that you know, we have a different approach that really helps do that for our customers, but it takes a, a looking at it from a slightly different angle. That's interesting. Uh, I, I definitely see that differentiator that differentiator that partners and MSPs can have to be able to provide that managed services, security services to their customers. Uh, David, this might be a question for you, but you know, I think that that term managed um, it's a broad. It has some broad implications. Um, when you Mark said, okay, it's, it's a daily um, monitoring, making sure that their customers um, have, you know, protection and uh, that the partner can make sure that they know that there are alerts, whether they're anomalous or maybe it's, it's a false positive. Um, what would you say in your line of work and kind of overseeing operations, part of operations, what does the Overwatch managed security actually deliver when it comes to when we, you know, focus on the word management, what do you actually do? Yeah, that's a great question. <clears throat> and to your point, there are lots of organizations out there who talk about managed security. Um, and when you ask them what that means, they'll say, yeah, we, we see something and we'll send you an email to tell you something bad happened. And, and while that's better than nothing, it's not much better than nothing. So what we do is we, we, put on the hat of the customer, right? Because at the end of the day, we believe that we're an extension of our customer's team. And the things that they do to protect themselves are the things that we should be doing on their behalf as well. So instead of responding to an alert via email, we're going to take action where we have the ability to do so. In all cases, that's not necessarily the case because we have some customers who are more risk averse and just want us to get them out of bed right at two in the morning. And we have other customers who say, you know what, we trust you. And, and actually it's not even a matter of trust. We have, we, we are more risk tolerant to you making changes on our behalf. So at 2 AM, when you see a bad guy from the internet, go ahead and take action. To your point, Susanna is completely different depending on who you ask. In our world, <clears throat> it means when we see something, we take action. And we take action to the point where we help get to a mitigation point. And then we work with our end customers to get to a remediation point. 
right? And those are two two critical terms, and they're completely different. Mark, anything else to add? Uh, you, I mean, you are a business owner. Uh, there are a lot of CEOs, CIOs uh, trying to figure out how much cybersecurity they need. Uh, they might have bought the latest EDR tool or, you know, have bought into kind of Gartner's latest, right? Latest and greatest. How would you uh, kind of boil down the way that you would strategize cybersecurity? I mean, yes, you, you've built this great cybersecurity uh, business, but if you were in the shoe of, of a CEO listening, or you know, there's a CEO out there who can't figure it out, I guess, what kind of steps would you recommend? Well, um, I, I, I'd actually kind of look at it differently again. I mean, it's not really about the tools. Let's just say there's lots of, you know, there's no shortage of the tools out there, right? We, we chose uh, a tool set that we believe will provide maximum efficacy in a variety of situations. Is it entirely possible that a different tool would be more suited for a specific business? It's entirely possible. I mean, if you have a, a niche business and a tiny network or something very specific, uh, one tool might be better than another just for you. That's why we have a, a variety of offerings that we've brought together and you can take all or, or none uh, and you, and you as, a, as the business partner can pick and choose what's right for your client base. And even then you can still customize. All that's well and good, but at the end of the day, the real value is having the having our team manage the tooling for you. And then more importantly, provide you daily insights, provide you hourly insights as you're getting tickets as you're getting things, you hit on something and, and uh, you kind of hit on my hot button. There's no such thing as a false positive. There's only an anomaly, right? The thing happened. So when this thing happens and we send you a ticket because you want to see it and review it for your customers, you get better. Mm -hmm. You look at this thing and you decide if that's expected traffic or something that should have happened or not. If it's not, we can dig deeper. We can go do some threat hunting. If we think it's important enough, we're going to go do threat hunting across not just that customer, not just all of your customers, but across our entire set of customers. So we're going to go look at hundreds of tenants in our system and see if we see the same IOCs across any of them, incidents of compromise. Shouldn't use jargon. Um, <laughs> so each time we do that, we get better. The system gets better because the system's learning and the under the human assisted machine learning. More importantly, each of our clients, each of our partners and their clients get better because it's those little things that point to bigger issues. It's like taking batting, batting practice before a game. You don't hit a home run on accident, right? But you don't prevent breaches because of a specific tool. You don't recover well from a breach because you have a specific tool. You're prepared because you have good security hygiene. You have a professional enterprise grade SOC working for you in the background all day long, 24 seven, driven by multiple CISOs, 
driven by senior experienced, you know, military trained personnel in cybersecurity that have worked for multi-billion dollar operations, uh, worked defending rent from, from the government uh, for, for military contractors, done uh, carrier grade networks. These are the people running the operations. They're giving you insight every single day from these tools. And that's back to the very first problem David mentioned, which is there's not enough people to analyze that day to day if you're just trying to do that on your own. You, you don't have the bandwidth to look at these things as they come in, then analyze them. With our partnership with our partners, we're able to provide them that information. They're typically managing the client's network, so they know the client's network way better than we do. They're able to spend their time and create value on their own by analyzing that insight. And then even better, talking to their client about how this matters to them going forward and what they can do to improve their hygiene, improve their footing, shut off this service, harden these servers over here. Why is why why are we not putting in rules to prevent this kind of traffic? So we're able to give them all that insight day in and day out through little things. It's, it's you know when people talk about finding the needles in the haystack and just billions of events and all that, but it's not always that small. It's it's sometimes these common little occurrences that day to day are the breadcrumb trail that lead you down the path of being better at cyber hygiene. And that's, in, in our opinion, a much better way to look at being proactive and trying to prevent breaches because tools alone are not gonna do it as long as you have human beings inside your organization. David, anything else to add to that? I, I, do you think that I, I'm sold on that. I think that Mark has some very valid points. Why aren't more MSPs jumping on this opportunity? Well, I think I think they are. <clears throat> I think we're seeing a lot of entrants coming into the marketplace. Um, the, the challenge that they still struggle with is the same problem that our end customers and partners have is is having the right people, having the foresight to pick the right architecture, to build the tool sets around the architecture. At the end of the day, to Mark's point, if we find a better widget that does better, cheaper, faster, <clears throat> we've designed our architecture so that we can replace. At the, at the end, customers don't care, right? They just want to know that somebody is managing their endpoint security and responding when there's a bump in the night. For us, we do that with a platform that we picked. And in two years, we may come revisit that and go, you know, this, this platform that Susanna's husband built, I'm kidding, is phenomenal and we should really look at it. And so we can do that. Um, but to your point about other MSPs is they're struggling with the tool sprawl, right? Uh, you and I've talked about this ad nauseum. There's 1,500 different tool sets out there, probably maybe more. I'd like to see a current count of security tools that are designed to help solve a point problem but they don't talk to each other. They don't share data. They don't correlate data. Um, I had somebody ask me the other day, why do I need EDR and XDR? And I know this is a, a, a bit of a longer conversation, but at the end of the day, it's, it's seeing through a straw versus seeing through a tunnel. Mm. And the straw is the EDR, and, and I can see clearly on that endpoint. But I'm missing everything else that's around this bigger tunnel that I'm driving my truck through. So... That, that's really where I think 
our value proposition is we, we take some of the difficult concepts, the difficult ideas and turn them into actionable data, actionable responses. And for our partners, an opportunity to have a security revenue stream that they can add to their stack without necessarily having to go build it themselves. All right. Well, really great information. Thank you, Mark, for joining us in episode 15 of our pod. We'd love having you uh, on our episodes. And so we hope that you can come back and join us in the future. Thanks for having me. I'd love to participate. And thanks to you, our listeners, for joining us. If you have feedback about today's podcast or questions for David or myself, please contact us at marketing at highwirenetworks.com or leave a comment on our YouTube page. And be sure to join us for our next episode. David alluded to it at the very end, but how to unlock end-to-end security with OpenXDR. Make sure you tune in for that. Until next time, I'm Susanna Song. And I'm Dave Barton. And this is Cybersecurity Simplified. From all of us here at Overwatch by Highwire Networks, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Cybersecurity Simplified podcast. To learn more, visit us at highwirenetworks.com slash podcast.